thyroid gland overview the hypothyroidism and there is thyrotoxicosis. Most common cause of hypothyroidism is one Hashimoto thyroiditis, two subacute thyroiditis or decorvan, three riddle thyroiditis, four postpartum thyroiditis, five drugs, six iodine deficiency, and seven radioactive treatment or surgery. Number one, Hashimoto, most common cause of hypothyroidism is Hashimoto thyroiditis. Hashimoto is most common cause in the developed world. It's autoimmune disease associated with type 1 diabetes mellitus or Addison disease or pernicious anemia. Hashimoto may cause transient thyrotoxicosis in the acute phase and it's 5 to 10 times more common in women. Number 2 subacute thyroid or decorvan syndrome it's associated with painful goiter and raised ESR. Number 3 renal thyroiditis is fibrous tissue replacing the normal thyroid parenchyma and it causes a painless goiter. Number 4 postpartum thyroiditis and 5 drugs like lithium and amiodarone. Sex iodine deficiency is the most common cause of hypothyroidism in the developing world. Seven radioactive iodine treatment or surgery. While thyrotoxicosis, the most common cause of thyrotoxicosis is Graves' disease. Graves is as well as typical features of thyrotoxicosis. Other features may be seen, including thyroid eye disease. Number two, toxic multinodular goiter is autonomously functioning thyroid nodules that secrete excess thyroid hormones. Number three, drugs like amiodarone. Look, uh, iodine with antityrosine. Uh, goes for oxidation, oxidation by iodine, iodide peroxidase. Iodide peroxidase, iodide peroxidase blocked by propyl thioracyl and carpimazole. Then, iodine atrazine after oxidation, we go organification and then coupling T3 and T4, then conversion T4 to the most act, more active form, which is T3. But conversion from T4 to T3 is blocked by steroid and beta blocker and propyl thioracyl. Uh, T3 and T4 stored as thyroglobulin, mainly T4. Thyroglobulin increased by estrogen, hormone replacement therapy, OCBs, and hepatic dysfunction. And thyroglobulin decreased by cushioned nephrotic medication. So free is very important as total affected by thyroglobulin. Look, NP. Thyroid releasing hormone from the hypothalamus is uh, secreted with prolactin. So, thyroid releasing hormone from the hypothalamus go to uh, stimulate SH from uh, anterior pituitary, then to uh, stimulate T3 and T4 and calcitonin. Calcitonin uh, is secreted from the C cell from the thyroid gland. Okay, that's uh, symptoms and signs. Features of hypothyroidism. Features of hypothyroidism have general features like weight gain, lethargy, and cold intolerance. Cardiac, nothing. Skin of hypothyroidism is dry or anhydrosis. It's cold, yellowish skin, and non-pitting edema to hands and face. And it has dry, coarse scalp hair and loss of the lateral aspect of full eyebrows. Uh, GIT has constipation, gynecomastia. Uh, gynecologist, it has menorrhagia, maybe amenorrhea, loss of libido, and galactorrhea. Neurological decreased deep tendon reflexes and carpal tunnel syndrome. While thyrotoxicosis in general features weight loss, manic or restlessness, heat intolerance, with cardiac palpitation may even provoke arrhythmias like AF, skin increased sweating, and pretibial myxedema, which is erythematous, edematous, lesions above the lateral malleoli, and thyroid acrobacies, thyroid acrobacies, which is including clubbing and some else. And white pulse pressure increases stool and decreases diastole, GIT, diarrhea, gynecology, oligomenorrhea. And uh, neurological anxiety, tremors, hypercalcemia, and hypercalcuria, and osteoporosis. Osteoporosis. Thanks. Diagnostic test of the thyroid disorders. TSH is more sensitive, T3 and T4 free, total T3 minus or T4 and thyroglobulin not need radioactive iodine uptake it's increased in graves and toxic adenoma and decreased in thyroiditis tsh immunoglobulins increase in uh, autoantibodies it increase 
in graves and the TPO increase in Hashimoto and 70% of graves. Serum thyroglobulin adequate uh, to check for adequate treatment and follow cancer. Ultrasound nodule, ultrasound if nodule more, less than one centimeter, fine needle aspiration if nodules more than one centimeter and CT scan which we, if we have retrosternal extension. Investigation and diagnosis. The principal investigation in thyroid function test or TFTs for short. This is primary look at serum TSH and T4 level. Sometimes T3 can be measured, but it's only useful clinically in a small number of cases. Remember, T3 and or T4 and TSH are the opposite. For example, in case of a primary hypo or hyperthyroidism, in hypothyroidism, T4 is low, while TSH level is high because hypothalamus or pituitary has detected low level of a T4 and is trying to get thyroid gland to produce more. So, note that TSH levels are more sensitive than T4 level for monitoring patients with existing thyroid problems and often used to guide treatment. Normal TSH from 0.5 to 5 milligrams. In thyrotoxicosis like Graves' disease, we find TSH low, T4, free T4 high. Primary hypothyroidism or Hashimoto, TSH will high and T4 will low. Secondary hypothyroidism, T4 low, TSH low. CQ thyroid syndrome, both free T4 and TSH were low. Because in CQ thyroid syndrome, common in hospitalized patients, the changes are reversible upon recovery from the systemic illness and no treatment is usually needed. Subclinical hypothyroidism, free T4 is normal while TSH is high. This is a common finding and represents patients who are on the way to develop hypothyroidism but still have normal thyroxine levels. Note that TSH levels are mentioned as mentioned above are more sensitive and early marker for thyroid problems. Poor compliance with thyroxine free T4 will be normal but TSH is high. Patients who are poorly compliant may only take their thyroxine in the days before a routine blood test. Thyroxine levels are hence normal but TSH lags and reflect longer term low thyroxine levels. Number of thyroid autoantibodies can be tested. Uh, for example, three types antithyroid peroxidase or anti TPO antibodies and TSH receptor antibodies and thyroglobulin antibodies. There is significant overlap between types of antibodies present in particular disease, but generally speaking, TSH receptor antibodies are present in around 90 to 100% of patients with Graves' disease, and anti TPO antibodies are seen in around 90% of patients with Hashimoto and 70% of Graves. Other tests included nuclear scintigraphy, toxic multilateral goiter reveal patchy uptake treatment. This clearly depends on cause. For patients with hypothyroidism, thyroxine is given in the form of levothyroxine or replaced under deficiency. Patients with thyrotoxicosis may be treated with propranolol because it is often used at the time of diagnosis to control thyrotoxic symptoms such as tremors. Carbimazole, carbimazole blocks the thyroid peroxidase from coupling and iodinating the tyrosine residues on thyroglobulin, reducing thyroid hormone production, but a granulocytosis is an important adverse effect to be aware of. Radio or number three from the treatment is radioactive or radioiodine treatment. To evaluate a case of hyperthyroidism, measure TSH, T3, T4, free. If we have primary hyperthyroidism, we will find TSH low and T3, free T3.4 will be high. If you found signs of graves like goiter or myxedema, so it's graves. If no, so go for radioactive iodine scan. If it's high, so it may be nodular or diffuse. If it's diffuse or graves, it's if nodular. It's, if it's nodular, it's toxic multinodular water. If we perform a radioactive iodine and it's low, then measure thyroglobulin. Thyroglobulin, if high, so it's thyroiditis or maybe iodine exposure. If it's low, then it's exogenous take of thyroxine. If, uh, 
in secondary hyperthyroidism you will find TSH high, free T3 and T4 also high, so do, M do MRI for the pituitary. Okay? Okay, uh, like we said, in thyrotoxicosis or Graves disease, free T4 high, but TSH low. In T3 thyrotoxicosis, the free T4 will be normal if it's only T3 thyrotoxicosis. Uh, in steroid therapy, we'll find free T4 normal, but TSH low. T4 evaluated in pregnancy as increased thyroglobulin, which is mainly T4 in pregnancy due to increased estrogen. So we'll find total not free. In thick thyroid syndrome, we'll talk about it later. Sick euthyroid syndrome in the early or mild case, T3 decreased and reverse T3 also decreased, but T4 and TSH normal and prolonged all T3 and T4 TSH are low. In sick euthyroid syndrome, now referred as non thyroidal illness, it is often said that everything TSH, thyroxine, and T3 is low. In the majority of cases, however, TSH level is within the normal range, inappropriately normal, because low thyroxine and T3. Changes are reversible upon recovery from the systemic illness and hence no treatment is usually needed in sick euthyroid syndrome. Thanks. Subclinical hypothyroidism basics. TSH raised but T3 and T4 normal. No obvious symptoms. <coughs> Significance. Risk of progressing to overt hypothyroidism is 2 to 5 per year. Higher in men. Risk increased by presence of thyroid autoantibodies management. Not all patients require treatment. Nice clinical knowledge summarizes that have produced guidelines. Note that not all patients will fall within the age boundaries given the hence there is guidelines in the border sense. So if TSH is between 4 to 10 and free thyroxine level is within normal range, if the patient is less than 65 years with symptoms suggested of hypothyroidism, give a trial of levothyroxine. If there is no improvement in symptoms, stop the levothyroxine. In older patients or other people, especially those over age of 80 years follow watch and wait strategy because generally we avoid the hormonal treatment and then repeat the test. If asymptomatic patients or asymptomatic people observe and repeat thyroid function test in six months. If the TSH is more than 10 and the free thyroxine level is within the normal range, start the treatment even if asymptomatic with thyroxine in patient less than or equal 70 years. But in other patients, especially those who are aged over 80 years, Follow watch and wait strategy. Generally, we avoid hormonal treatment and repeat the lab result. So, if TSH from 4 to 10 milli, the age boundaries is 65, is less than 65 and has symptoms, give levothyroxine, no improvement, stop the levothyroxine. If more than 80, watch and wait. If TSH more than 10 and more than 80, watch and wait. If less than 70 years and even if not symptomatic, give trial of levothyroxine. Hypothyroidism features the general weight gain, lethargy, cold intolerance, skin dry and hydrosis, cold yellow skin, non pitting edema, hands and face, dry, coarse scalp hair, loss of lateral aspect of the eyebrow, gastrointestinal constipation, gynecology, amenorrhea or menorrhagia, galactorrhea, and loss of lipids. Neurological decrease, deep tendon reflex, carpal tunnel syndrome, pseudo gout or knee pain, needle shaped crystal deposit, horse voice is also occasionally noted. Increased cholesterol due to down regression of LDL receptor in liver. So, in hypothyroidism, generally weight gain, lethargy, cold intolerance, skin dry and hydrosis, cold yellowish skin, non pitting edema, enhanced and face dry, coarse scalp hair, loss of lateral aspect of eyebrow, GI constipation, gynecology, menorrhagia, but it came with amenorrhea, galactorrhea, loss of lipido, neurological decrease. 
deep tendon reflexes, carpal tunnel syndrome, pseudo gout, and knee pain, needle shaped crystal deposit. Horse voice is also occasionally noted. Increased cholesterol due to down regulation of LDL receptor in the liver. Decreased T3, T4, increased TSH, and increased TRH and prolactin. This is hypothyroidism features. Management of hypothyroidism. Key points. Initial starting dose of levothyroxine should be lower in elderly patients and those with ischemic heart disease. Ben F recommend that for patients with cardiac disease or severe hypothyroidism or patients over 50 years, the initial starting dose should be 25 milli once daily with those slowly titrated. Other patients should be started on a dose from 50 to 100 milligram once daily. Following a change in thyroxine dose thyroid function, this should be checked after 8 to 12 weeks. Therapeutic goal is normalization of the thyroid stimulating hormone or TSH levels. The normal is value from 0.5 to 2.5. It's now thought preferable to aim for a TSH in this range. Women with established hypothyroidism who became pregnant should have their dose increased by at least 25 to 50 microgram lipothyroxine due to increased demand of pregnancy. TSH should be monitored carefully, aiming for a low normal value. There is no evidence to support combination therapy with levothyroxine and leothyroxine. Side effects of the thyroxine therapy, number one, hyperthyroidism due to over-treatment, or number two, reduced bone mineral density, number three, worsening of angina, number four, atrial fibrillation. Interaction with iron, calcium carbonate, absorption of levothyroxine reduced, give at least four hours apart between iron or calcium and levothyroxine. So in the iron deficiency anemia, which should take ferrous state and or sometimes interact with BPH and BPI, proton pump inhibitors and cholestyramine and there is a complication of compliance. Hashimoto thyroiditis. Hashimoto thyroiditis is chronic autoimmune thyroiditis. It is an autoimmune disorder of the thyroid gland. It is typically associated with hypothyroidism, although there may be transient thyrotoxicosis in the acute phase. It is 10 times more common in women. Features, features of hypothyroidism and greater, which is firm and non-tender. If nephrotic patients, loss of thyroglobulin, so hypothyroidism. Antithyroid peroxidase, TPO, and also antithyroglobulin antibodies associated with other autoimmune conditions like celiac disease and type 1 diabetes mellitus and vitiligo. Hashimoto thyroiditis is associated with the development of malt lymphoma, which is very important. So, Hashimoto thyroiditis is associated with malt lymphoma. Subacute thyroiditis or decurvans. Subacute thyroiditis, also known as decurvan thyroiditis, and subacute granulometer thyroiditis, it is thought to occur following a viral infection like upper respiratory tract infection and typically present with hyperthyroidism. There are typically four phases. Phase 1 lasts from Three to six weeks is hyperthyroidism, painful goiter and raised ESR. Phase two, one to three weeks, you thyroid. Phase three, weeks to months, hypothyroidism. Phase four, thyroid structure and function goes back to normal. Investigation, thyroid scintography, globally reduced uptake of iodine-131. TSI and TPO negative as it's not immune, not autoimmune disease management. Usually self-limiting, most patients do not require treatment. Thyroid pain may be res- may respond to aspirin or other non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. No carpimazole as a transient temporarily. If more severe causes use steroid are used, particularly if hypothyroidism develops. Retail thyroiditis. Retail thyroiditis is a rare case cause of hypothyroidism characterized by dense fibrous tissue replacing the normal thyroid parenchyma on examination. It's hard, fixed. Painless goiter is noted. It is usually seen in middle-aged women. It is associated with retroperitoneal fibrosis. So retail thyroiditis is dense fibrous, hard, fixed. Painless goiter is noted in middle-aged women with retroperitoneal fibrosis. 
subclinical hyperthyroidism. Subclinical hyperthyroidism is an entity which is gaining increasingly recognition. It is defined as normal serum free thyroxine and triiodothyronine levels with a thyroid stimulating hormone CSH below normal range, usually less than 0.1. So TSH below normal range, less than 0.1, and normal T3 and T4 causes multinodular goiter, particularly in elderly female or excessive thyroxine, may be given as a, given give a similar biomedical picture. The importance of recognition of a subclinical hyperthyroidism lies in the potential effect on the cardiovascular system like AF and bone metabolism like osteoporosis. It also may have impact on quality of life and increased likelihood of dementia. Management is at levels of an to normal, therefore levels must be persistently low. Reasonable treatment option is a therapeutic trial of low-dose antithyroid agents for approximately 6 months in the effort to induce remission. Thyrotoxicosis. Graves disease account for around 50 to 60% of cases of thyrotoxicosis. Causes of thyrotoxicosis. Number one, Graves disease. Two, toxic nodular goiter or toxic adenoma. Three, acute phase of subacute or decurban thyroiditis. Four, acute phase of postpartum thyroiditis. Five, acute phase of Hashimoto thyroiditis. Six, amiodarone therapy. Amiodarone induced thyrotoxicosis. It's type one called hyperthyroidism. Amiodarone induced thyrotoxicosis type two. It's hypothyroidism. Investigation of thyrotoxicosis. TSH will f- decrease and T4 and T3 will be elevated. Thyroid autoantibodies and other investigation are not routinely done but include isotope scanning. Features of Graves disease. Graves disease is the most common cause of thyrotoxicosis. It's typically seen in women aged 30 to 50 years. Features. Typical features of thyrotoxicosis, specific signs limited to graves, see below. Let's talk about typical features of thyrotoxicosis. Generally, weight loss, manic or restlessness, heat intolerance, cardiac palpitation may even provoke arrhythmias like AF, skin increased sweating, pretibian myxedema, and thyroid acrobacy, GI diarrhea, gynecology oligomenorrhea, and neurological and anxiety and tremors and hypercalcuria and osteoporosis. The specific signs include there are the features seen in graves, but not, but not in other causes of thyrotoxicosis, like eye signs, which is 30% of patients have this eye signs, like exophthalmus and ophthalmoplegia. Also, pretibial myxedema, pretibial myxedema, which is erythematous, edematous lesions above the lateral maluroi, thyroid acrobacy, which is triad of digital clubbing, soft tissue swelling of the hands and feet, and periosteal newborn formations. And we will find autoantibodies in graves disease, like TSH receptor stimulating antibodies, in 90% and the antithyroid peroxidase antibodies or TPO in 75%. What are the management of Graves' disease? Despite many trials, there is no clear, gui- uh, clear guidance on the optimal management of Graves' disease. Treatment options include titration of antithyroid drugs, for example, for bicarbimazole or block, block and replace regime. Radioactive agent treatment and surgery also an options. Our options, propranolol is often given initially to block adrenergic effects. So, antithyroid titration, carbamazole is started at 40 mg and reduced gradually to maintain euthyroidism. Typically continued for 12 to 18 months, one year and one and a half. Patients following an titration regime have been shown to suffer fewer side effects if we compare it to block and replace. So block and replace, it's also carbamazole started with 40 mg, but thyroxine all added when patient is euthyroid. Treatment is typically lasts for six to nine months, so block and release is shorter duration. But the major complexion of carbamazole, noted its 
and granulocytosis. Radioactive iodine treatment at contraindications that include pregnancy should be avoided for four to six months following treatment and age less than 16 years. Thyroid eye disease is a relative contraindication as it may worsen the condition. The proportion of patients who became hypothyroid depends on the dose given, but as a rule, the majority of patients will require thyroxine supplement after five years of radioactive iodine treatment or radioiodine treatment. So, the Graves treatment, titration and block and replace titration, start by carbamazole 40 mg at 12 to 18 months, but it uh, has fewer side effects. Block and release carbamazole 40 with thyroxine, it takes 6 to 9 months, and the side effect of carbamazole is a granulocytosis. Thyroid eye disease. Thyroid eye disease affects between 25 to 50% of patients with Graves disease. Pathophysiology is thought to be caused by autoimmune response against an autoantigen, possibly the TSH receptor. So, cause retroorbital inflammation. The inflammation results in glycosamine glycans and collagen deposition in the muscles. Prevention smoking is the most important modifiable risk factor for the development of thyroid eye disease. Radioiodine treatment may increase the inflammatory symptoms seen in thyroid eye disease. In a recent study of patients with Graves' disease, around 15% developed or had worsen of eye disease. Prednisolone may help reduce the risk. Features. The patient may be you, hypo or hyperthyroid at the time of presentation. We'll find exophthalmos, conjunctival edema, optic disc swelling, ophthalmoplegia, and inability to close the eyelid may lead to so dry eye. If severe and untreated patients can be at risk, at risk of exposure keratopathy. Management topical lubricants may be needed to help prevent corneal inflammation caused by exposure, also steroids, radiotherapy, and surgery. Monitoring patients with established thyroid eye disease. For patients with established thyroid eye disease, the following symptoms or signs should indicate the need for urgent review by an ophthalmologist. 1. Unexplained deterioration in vision. 2. Awareness of a change in intensity or equality of color, so vision or color, in one or both eyes. 3. History of eye suddenly popping out or corneal, uh, obvious corneal opacity or corneal still visible or disc swelling. So, vision, color, eye popping out or disc swelling, corneal opacity and corneal still visible when the eyelids are closed. Carbamazole is used in the management of thyrotoxicosis. It is typically given in high dose for six weeks until the patients become euthyroid before being reduced. Mechanism of action. Block thyroid peroxidase from coupling and iodinating the tyrosine residues on thyroglobulin. It blocks the thyroid peroxidase from coupling and iodinating the tyrosine residues on thyroglobulin. So it's reducing the thyroid hormone production. In contrast, propylthyrosal, as well as this central mechanism of action, also propylthyrosal has a peripheral action by inhibiting 5D iodinase, which reduces peripheral conversion of T4 to T3. So, propylthyrosal decreases T-peroxidase enzyme used in thyroid crisis and decreases conversion from T4 to T3. But there are side effects of propylthyrosal, like hepatitis, and it's safe in pregnancy, especially in first trimester. But the adverse effect of carbamazole or agranulocytosis and it crosses the placenta being used in low dose during pregnancy it causes ophthalmoplegia uh, cutis and omphalocele so carbimazole block thyroid peroxidase but it has agranulocytosis side effects and it crosses the placenta uh, so it doesn't allow the first trimester it causes ophthalmoplegia and oplegia cutis toxic multinodular goiter Toxic multinodular goiter describe a thyroid gland that contains a number of autonomously functioning thyroid nodules, resulting in hyperthyroidism. 
Nuclear scintography reveals patchy uptake. The treatment of a choice is radio iodine therapy. So toxic multinodular greater the treatment of a choice is radio iodine therapy and nuclear scintography reveals patchy uptake. Thyroid problems in pregnancy. In pregnancy, there is an increase in the level of thyroxine binding globulin. This causes an increase in the level of total thyroxine but does not affect the free thyroxine level. Thyrotoxicosis. Untreated thyrotoxicosis increases the risk of fetal loss, maternal heart failure, and premature labor. Graves' disease is the most common cause of thyrotoxicosis in pregnancy. It is also recognized that activation of TSH receptor by HCG may also occur, often termed transient gestational hyperthyroidism. HCG level will fall in the second and third trimester. Management. Number one, propylthyrosa has traditionally been the anti-thyroid drug of a choice. However, propylthyrosa is associated with an increased risk of a severe hepatic injury. Therefore, the guidelines advocate that propylthyrosa used in the first trimester of pregnancy in place of carpimazole and carpimazole used in the second and third trimester because carpimazole associated with congenital abnormalities. And at the beginning of second trimester, the woman should switch it back to carbimazole. Maternal free thyroxine levels should be kept in the upper level of the normal reference range to avoid fetal hypothyroidism. Thyrotropinin receptor stimulating antibodies should be checked at 30 to 36 weeks gestation. It helps to determine the risk of neonatal thyroid problems. Block and replace regime should not be used in pregnancy. Radioiodine therapy is contraindicated also. Hypothyroidism in pregnancy, thyroxine actually is safe during pregnancy and serum thyroid stimulating hormone measured in each trimester and takes to 8 weeks postpartum. Some women require an increased dose of thyroxine during pregnancy by 25 to 50 mg. Breastfeeding is safe when she uses thyroxine. This is an issue called postpartum thyroiditis. It's a chronic autoimmune. It's a destruction in the lymphoid thyroid tissues. Uh, from one month to one year became hyperthyroidism and then hypothyroidism. Sometimes we find anti-TPO became positive or anti, uh, antibodies uh, positive in postpartum thyroiditis. Thanks. Skin disorders associated with thyroid disease. Skin manifestations of hypothyroidism. Dry anhydrosis, cold yellowish skin, non-pitting edema in the hands and face. Dry coarse scalp hair, loss of the lateral aspect of eyebrow, eczema, and then somita. Skin manifestations of hyperthyroidism, pretibial myxedema, erythromatous edematous lesions above the lateral maluli, thyroid acropathy like clubbing, scalp hair thinning, and increased sweating. Thyroiditis can occur in both hyper and hypothyroidism. Thyroidostome. Thyroidostome is a rare but life-threatening complication of thyrotoxicosis. It's typically seen in patients with established thyrotoxicosis. It's rarely seen at the presenting features. Nitrogenic thyroxine excess does not usually result in thyroidostome. Precipitating events. Thyroid or non-thyroidal surgery. Trauma. Infection. Acute iodine load like CT. Contrast. Clinical features include fever more than 38.5, sweating, tachycardia, confusion, agitation, nausea and vomiting, hypertension, heart failure, abnormal liver function test, joints may be seen clinically, management, symptomatic treatment, paracetamol, treatment of the underlying precipitating factor, give beta blocker, typically IV, propranolol, antithyroid drugs like methamazole or propylthyrosyl, Lugol's iodine and dexamethasone. 4 mg IV to block the conversion from T4 to T3 and replacement of vasomotor shock and prevent adrenal insufficiency and give IV fluid if you have vasomotor shock. Thanks. Thyroid, can thyroid cancer. 
features of hypothyroidism or hyperthyroidism not commonly seen in patients with thyroid malignancies as they rarely secrete thyroid hormones. Types. Papillary, 70% of a young female, excellent prognosis. Follicular, 20%. Medullary, 5%. Cancer of parafollicular C cells secrete calcitonin, part of main type 2. Anaplastic, 1.1%. Not responsive to treatment, can cause pressure symptoms. Lymphomats, rare, but associated with Hashimoto. Thyroiditis. Management of papillary and follicular cancer, total thyroidectomy, followed by radio iodine 1, iodine 131 to kill residual cells yearly, thyroglobin level to detect early recurrence disease. Further information, papillary carcinoma usually contain a mixture of papillary and colloidal filled follicles. Histological tumor has papillary projection and pale empty nuclei. Seldom encapsulated lymph node metastasis is predominant lymph node. Hematogenous metastasis is rare. Follicular adenoma, malignancy can be excluded on formal histological assessment, usually present as a solitary thyroid nodule. Follicular carcinoma may appear microscopically encapsulated, but microscopically capsular invasion is seen. Without this finding, the lesion is a follicular adenoma. Vascular invasion predominate. Multif- multifocal disease rare. Medullary carcinoma CC cell derived from neural crest and non-thyroid tissue. It's part of men type 2. Serum calcitonin levels often raised. Familial genetic disease account for up to 20% with lymphatic and hematogenous. Metastases are recognized. Nodal disease is associated with a very poor prognosis. Anaplastic carcinoma most common in elderly females. Painful retroperitoneum. Adhesions and fatal local invasion is common feature. Treatment is by resection where possible. Papillation may be achieved through ismiotectomy and radiopathy. Chemotherapy is ineffective. Toxic adenoma or plumber disease. Investigation radioiodine highly effective and treatment total thyroidectomy and radioiodine treatment. Mixed edema coma features disturbed consciousness called bradycardia precipitated by infection, amenorrhea, coarse thick edema, hypoglycemia, fluffy face, treatment supported airway, give hydrocortisone and levothyroxine and T3 supplement, maybe 